Hello, I have an invitation to tea with the Queen. Yes, Emma's been expecting you. Please come in. I think that we just massively underestimate, especially as women, our own capability and awesomeness. And it, it's changed. It's changed my life completely. Yeah. Sometimes I think you go through this journey as a business owner and think you're a bit crazy. You're like, who am I to have this dream? Well, I just think women are hard on themselves. I wish I had been more confident in what I was capable of. But I feel like you do what feels right for you, then that's going to be always on brand. Women, our natural inclination is to be pleasers and to put other people before self. I've never had a tea with the Queen before and this is such a pleasure. (laughs) Hello, I'm Emma McQueen and welcome to Tea with the Queen. No one really wants to work any longer or harder than they have to, but sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day to fit everything in. That's where systems come into play. If you have the right systems and you're not having to reinvent the wheel each time, you'll find you have more time to do the things you want to do. Charlotte Isaac helps busy people do just that. She's a business operations consultant and a Dubsado certified specialist. If you haven't heard of Dubsado, it's well worth checking out its streamlined processes and online templates. Charlotte has developed systems to allow her the time to travel the world, and that includes some of the most far-flung places. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you so much for joining me on Tea with the Queen. Thanks, Emma. I'm excited to be here. Well, a minute before we turned up, I spelt tea all over myself, and Chris thought it might be funny to be tea on the Queen. But anyway, we're tea with the Queen. Roll with it. (laughs) We're rolling with it, yeah. Um, I'm just going to jump right in and say you've had a decent career rising up through the rungs of a marketing agency. Why throw it all in and start your own gig? When you phrase it like that, it sounds a little bit odd, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It does a little bit. (laughs) I think... I think a lot of people that do this kind of have some feeling deep in the gut that at some point they're going to want to do it. The marketing network that I worked at was independently owned. So I always had kind of a bit of an oversight about what it looks like to run your own business, the good and the bad sides of it. But I think just knowing that there was something I could create for myself, that it was a little bit more freeing. I could kind of be in control of my options and what I wanted to do with my life. That just felt a lot more satisfying. So as soon as I got the little idea in my head, it just sat there for a good solid year and kept growing. (gasps) Percolated. I love that. And you were in Zimbabwe when you decided to take the plunge. Firstly, what was Zimbabwe like? (laughs) Super super random, I know. Um, My husband's South African, so there is is a kind Ah, of a connection there. I wasn't just randomly jetting off to Zimbabwe. Um, But when I resigned, I handed in my notice. And then when I finished up, I headed to Zimbabwe for a while. And we spent a month four by fouring around the country in a rooftop tent. It was pretty wild. A little bit terrifying. Yeah, Yeah. terrifying. A couple of weeks before we went, there was someone that was like eaten by a lion. Eaten by a lion is not the official. There's there's another way of saying that. But eaten by a lion is how I like to think about it. What is the other way of saying it? I don't know. Probably a lion attack or something. A lion attack. Or, you know, eaten by a lion is what what it looked like in my head when I was digesting it. (laughs) I think that's going to be me. Oh, bless. Um, but it's, I don't know whether you've ever been to Africa, but it's such a special place. And I love, love, love getting away from technology. And it was a really good space to kind of sit in and think about what I wanted to do without kind of Instagram pulling at me or Facebook or seeing whatever anybody else is doing. And it was a really, really nice space to think about what I wanted to do next. 
Oh, that's lovely. And you got back to Australia to be a business operations consultant. What is that? And what do you do and who do you help? So essentially, I help small business owners with their business operations. So help make them streamline their processes, run their business a little bit easier, and basically kind of take care of the part of running a business that nobody likes, apart from me, apparently. So I work a lot with a tool called Dubsado and mainly focusing on the client management side of systems and operations. Perfect. That makes perfect sense for what you do now. It's a, I don't think anyone comes up with titles easily, do we? No, it's, it's I know. It's weird when it's yourself, you know? You could call yourself anything, really. People call me the Dubsado Queen as well. I'm not going to steal the oh, word like Queen the here Dubsado. on this show. Oh, I love That's the your Dubsado title. Queen so much better than business operations consultant. I know. It feels a little bit weird describing myself as that, but that's what some other people call me. Mate, if someone calls you it, that's what you do. I didn't call Roll myself the queen to start with and now look at me. I'm the queen. <laughs> You've just accepted it. <laughs> I'm just accepting it and I own it. Um, are we hardwired into thinking that we must work even harder to get ahead in our careers and our business? Or should we be working smarter? I think we are a little bit hardwired. I don't know whether it's everyone telling us that the way we kind of, I know a lot of people have the same kind of corporate background that I had. And I think the other part of it is we all put pressure on ourselves more so than other people do. So I think it's partly society, partly ourselves, but I, I kind of feel like it's starting to change. I think enough people are starting to talk about how it doesn't have to be like that. I know you're one of those people and I feel so, so happy when I see that out there. I think it's slowly changing. Yes, I, I, it's not changing quick enough for me. I mean, I've been doing some research around time management and I talk a lot about time management and productivity and all that kind of jazz. But now I'm, it's not that I don't like time management. I'm just thinking, what about energy management? Energy management's got to have something to do with it. So tell us, how do we work smarter? I think there's a bunch of ways. Getting intentional, I think, is the main thing. I think so often we can let, and you talk about time management and energy management, we let our time or energy be sucked up by stuff that it really doesn't have to be sucked up by. And then there's no space left for the things that really matter in business or in life. So um, some of the ways that I do it and I help people do it, systems and automation, I think is a huge one. If you don't have to do stuff and a little robot can do it for you, brilliant. Just get the robot to do it. Outsourcing, you know, letting people that do what they do really, really well support you in things that you don't like doing or don't want to be doing or don't need to be doing. And something that I'm really working on at the moment is saying no. I Ooh, am not I love the best that. at it, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. When do you say no? Is it about a gut thing? Is it about a time thing? What is it? I think it's a gut thing. I think you know when you should say no. And sometimes you think, well, why don't I just do it? Just, just you know. But- Never pans out well, does it really? It doesn't. When you know in your gut, you you just got to do it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, it's important that business owners take some time off, right? Oh, my goodness, the amount of business owners that crawl to the end of the year or just, you know, don't take time off. But how do they make sure the business keeps going while they're away? What are your tips? Uh, I'm a big fan of working ahead when we can. And I think the reason people struggle with that mostly is because you get to the week before your holiday and suddenly everyone wants you. I don't know whether you've experienced that. You're like, I'm going to use this week to wrap everything up. And then, you know, (laughs) everything comes out of the woodwork. You're like, really this week? So I always try and block off at least a week, if not two, before I take time off. And I kind of pretend I'm gone and it's my time to do everything else. And that way nobody really needs you. You've got heaps of space. You've not really got anything to do. So best case, you can get super, super ahead on projects. I think adding on extra time and space for yourself just makes it so much less stressful. 
So that's the first one. And then systems. So, you know, I'm the systems girl, auto responses while you're away, make sure people can keep booking calls with you, getting answers, all that kind of stuff. And then using a scheduling tool to make sure that again, people know when they can talk to you. It's just not while you're away. What's your favorite scheduling tool? I should say the Dubsado one, but I use Acuity. Um, I use Calendly. I use Calendly and Acuity. Use both. Yes. How do you use both? Well, it's a very good question. We use Calendly at Emma McQueen PTY LTD, but I am on the faculty of a business school and they use Acuity. So I can't mess with their system. Uh, So, yeah, we have two, which is not ideal, but, you know, they work. Oh, well. As long as it all talks to your calendar. It doesn't really matter. Exactly. I love um, when I know a big holiday is coming up, like Christmas I take six weeks, at about like mid-December, start of November, I start writing my I'm not allowed to go on holidays until list and I list all the shears that I need to do over the next six weeks to know that I know what I'm doing and then I look ahead at the first month when I come back and then I write another list on all the things that need to be done so that I don't come back and go, what am I doing? I love that. And then you're less likely to let it, let that last six weeks fill up with crap too because you're like, okay, if I do this, then I can't get the things done exactly. that I really need to do. Exactly. You mentioned Dubsado a few times. What is Dubsado and how do you become a certified specialist? That's what you are, right? A certified specialist? Yeah. Ooh la la. See, that sounds much better. <laughs> It does. I know. I know. It's only a new thing. They only did it in October last year. So it's really only been around for a few months. Dubsado is a CRM. So customer relationship management tool looks after all your clients, has them in one place. You can send emails, contracts, questionnaires, you know, everything you need to do with your clients. Really Dubsado can house all that. It can build out a lovely profile where everything's in one place. But the thing that it does really, really well is automates that whole process. So from the moment people come in on your website, kind of getting back to them and inviting them to book a call with you, it does have a scheduler as well, right up until when they wrap up with you and you're asking for testimonials and feedback and all that kind of stuff and checking in with them. So it makes the process of looking after your clients much, much easier. It sounds like an advertorial because I'm obsessed with it, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they did not pay me to say that. Although, do you know what? I've had that many clients that have come to you and they all rave about Dubsado. They also rave about you, let's be honest, but they also rave about the program and how much easier it's made their life. I hear a lot of things like, oh, but I do things differently and la, 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 it won't work for me. And I'm like, mm, you need to talk to Charlotte, go talk to Charlotte, go talk to Charlotte, go talk to Charlotte. It's super flexible. It's it just, it can do so much and it can do kind of really whatever you need it to. It doesn't really matter what your process looks like. Dubsado can fit in with it. That's one of the reasons I like it compared to some of the others. But most people I find when they sit down and start using it are very, very surprised at how much of that stuff we do. You know, how many emails we send our clients. Um, It doesn't feel like much when you think, oh, I'm just onboarding a client, you know, get a proposal, contract, a welcome email. But really there's like 20 steps in there that we do for every single client. That's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. And so with so much time on your hands because of all these systems and great systems in place, what do you do outside of work? I think I'm a little bit boring, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Why? Not much. Oh, not um, much. I'm so excited to travel again. I I can't wait until Where are you going? we Where are you can going probably first? do that. I don't know. I'm trying to decide at the moment. It's scary, it's scary to leave Australia. I don't know whether that's just me. I feel like I'm going to get stuck somewhere, maybe Queensland when we're allowed to. 
yeah, I don't know. I might get a van, do something, take the dogs with me. I don't know. So many options. That's funny. <laughs> so I mean, I, I roller skate. That's one of my hobbies outside of work. I yeah, love it. That's fun. Yeah, no one wants to come I with see me. you talk about that and I think, yeah, I should try that. But I'm awkward. I have like, my legs don't know where to go. I, I would... <laughs> I'm awkward too, but I don't care. <laughs> knees and elbows would care but maybe i'll try it i don't know i'm, I'm awkward think... and clumsy who cares <laughs> great i'm gonna try to do more of that i take mondays off and mondays is kind of a nice flexible day for me to do anything um and well, what, do I do do what do you do on mondays what do you do on Mondays? read walk the dogs um i live pretty close to the beach so i love to go and sit at the park next to the beach and take my kindle with me or something like that it's not particularly exciting but it feels a bit special when everyone else is at work <laughs> I love that. What do you see as a good life for you? What does a good life look like for Charlotte? I think it's having options and being able to, you know, at the risk of sounding like a major hippie, kind of go where the wind takes me. I think a lot of the things, even in the way my business has transformed over time, it's about kind of feeling and leaning into something that feels good in that moment. So my husband and I have talked about moving to the States for a while. That's something that we might do. And I love that my business will let me do that. If that's, if that's what we want to do, being able to travel, like we talked about being able to offer the services that are really exciting me and lighting up at the moment. I like that. I don't really have to answer to anyone else. If it feels good to me, then that's a path I can go down. Oh, that's perfect. What about the fact, can you just talk to me? I know that your services and business have evolved over the time that you've been in business with yourself. What does that feel like? What does that look like? And how long did it take? I think it happens constantly. I'm not sure it will ever stop. I know it kind of it took me the first year of business to really find my feet. Um, when I started offering my services, I was doing more retainer work. And then I gradually kind of accidentally fell into Debsado, if you like. People kept asking me to do that. And I learned that I enjoyed doing that. So I really focused in on it. I probably didn't change my services much over the three years that I was really focusing on that, but I did keep tweaking them and making them work a little bit better. And I added things and I changed things and I changed my pricing and I'm a constant tweaker. So I'm not sure there's an end to that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But haven't you got a group program called eSeekers now? I do. What's the, yeah. What's that, what's that one? So eSeekers is a six week group program where we go through and set up Dubsado. Essentially, it's the mirror of my done for you services that I was doing last year and beyond or earlier rather. So we go through and we interrogate your client process and dig into that and what makes it work and what what makes your clients really happy. And then we set up automations in Dubsado to make it work for you. Oh, I love that. And you get a little group of community people who are I doing do. the same thing. It's so much fun. I that's That's a part of it I didn't expect to love quite as much as I do. Yeah. Community is everything. It is for sure. And, you know, business can be so lonely without it. But as soon as you find your people, it's such a happier place. I know. It's so true. As soon as you find your tribe, your vibe attracts your tribe. See, there you go. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for coming on Tea with the Queen. I have loved chatting to you about systems and processes and all the fun things. I mean, I love it because I'm a bit of a nerd. But uh, Dubsado. It's the way to go. It's the, it's the way of the future, I feel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what a way to end this. I know. I love it. And neither of us spilled tea on ourselves while we did this. So <laughs> I know. So, we tea is well. safe. My pants are safe. I'm all good. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Charlotte. <laughs> Thanks so much, Emma. That's it for this episode of Tea with the Queen. If you want to contact me directly, all my details are at my website, emmamcqueen.com.au. I look forward to your company next episode. I'm Emma McQueen. Thanks for listening.
goodbye. Thank you for coming.